What are you listening to? You don't know that the guy's just put I know that. No, this is one that I know. Tom Brady's bordering now on Godlike. You gotta put the bourbon down and go to a doctor. He's... All right, listen up, y'all. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Bump and Run. I'm Pete Colisano, joined, as always, by the assistant general manager of your Los Angeles Chargers, <laughs> Mr. Scott Bracey. What's going on, dude? Same colors. Don't have to add no- too much to the wardrobe there. Well, that, that is nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Michigan, the word Michigan. Yeah, it's true. You know, you'll have to work on that. That's but true. yeah, if you're, your basic colors, it's nice. Basic yeah. colors, not too bad. How you doing, bud? I'm doing okay. How about you? Good, good, good. Can't complain. Got some uh, warm weather here in Jersey today. How's it by you? 49. I'm in the 60s. No shit. By Atlantic, down by Atlantic City, for those listening. Rain, rain mist. 60, like, I think it was 63 on my way home. Oh, it's definitely gross. Yeah, okay. I, yeah. But I think Sco- tomorrow, Scooby? yeah, I think tomorrow is supposed to stop raining like around noon, and it might hit 70 in the afternoon tomorrow. Oh. I might take my shirt off and let the blubber just... She go, she go let, play nine. Let the chicken skin just absorb some vitamin D. <laughs> but uh, we had a great week of games last week and um, all kinds of stuff going on, but the coaching changes continue and um, some surprises... Uh, some surprises in hires, some surprises in not hires. So why don't we why don't we get into that a little bit? Yeah, as we discussed last week, the Patriots gave the job to Gerard Mayo. Was next in line. They had a contract worked out. Um, the Raiders uh, take took the interim tag off of Antonio Pierce. Where are you at with that one? Uh, I, I, it's always a tricky thing to trust the players on something like that. Oh, it's always the wrong thing. But when your three or four best guys <laughs> came out with support and and Antonio Pierce to me does he looks like a no nonsense guy and he has about ten years now of coaching experience and now that team looked a lot more cohesive together when he took the job over. But they did they always do. Because the guys they, are always happy when you, the shithead that was there before. But it's usually only a week or two that goes. And they did, yeah, kind of, they, did they did a good job throughout. Well, the Raiders are are a bad example because what was that guy's name again? Yeah, Basaccia. Uh, Basaccia. He did a great yeah. job in the end of the season, and they didn't hire him, which I still think was the right move. But um, not not with, not that they hired the right guy. Correct. I, mean, I I worry about these types of things, just because the emotion of the moment takes over as opposed to just thinking about it and making the right decision. Like, you remember when, I think this was like three weeks ago, we did um, the players' choices for like best top coordinators or something? Yeah, I know. And it was like, it was a popularity contest. It was stupid. It was just guys they like. And so like, it's it's not a great way. I'm with you. I liked what I saw. I liked the leadership that I saw. And I think that goes a a long way. I really do. I just, I guess, I'm concerned in a conference that is coached by Andy. I mean, in a division that is coached by Andy Reid. Um, now Jim Harbaugh will get, you, which we'll get to in a minute, and uh, Sean Payton. Sean Payton. It's like you, you right off the bat, by no fault of your own or not because you're bad. You're the fourth best coach in the league. Yeah, the least experience, the least number of wins, the least you know depth into the playoffs, like. I just feel like you're behind the eight ball with that one, and and he's a defensive coach in an offensive league. So once again, we're in a system. I was talking with someone today where it was like, 
I don't care. He could be the best. And maybe his offense, whoever he hires his offense coordinator will be the best. But if he's if his OC becomes the best, then he's probably going to get hired as a head coach. And now you're looking for a new OC. So you're losing yeah. that match. Whatever was working with between him and your quarterback is now gone. And you're starting from scratches, which is what we've seen with Buffalo. So And in Pittsburgh. So I look at it this way. If you're the Raiders, you didn't interview Belichick. So obviously he wasn't on your radar. Or you found out he wasn't. They weren't on yours or you're, right. you weren't on his, whatever. Harbaugh, that seemed to be just smoke. That seemed, didn't seem to be anything there. I don't know that that was ever going to happen, yeah. Vrabel, I haven't heard a peep about that. Nope. So so if those top those – are, those are mainly the top three or four guys. So you had the top four or five guys that were out there. If no one was interested in your job, maybe you do give it to Pierce. And like, well, you, you, maybe you're just happy going. Yeah, I think that's part of it too. Yeah, so – I think that's definitely part of it. Too. I, I like I like his, I like what he's about. I don't like him in my division if he's successful, obviously. Uh, but I'm curious to see how it ends up. Yeah, yeah. It's a, he's a like, totally different style and a little bit of an older team now. They, they you know they got quarterback issues as well as half the league does at this point. But um, yeah, let's see. You know, I don't know. You know, I don't think it's a home run, but I don't think it's a, a swing and a miss either. So yeah. like like a couple other jobs we might get to or yeah, I think that's fair. Um, the Tennessee Titans have hired Bengals offensive coordinator. Is it Brian Callahan? I believe so. Son of uh, ex-Nebraska coach and Raider coach um, Bill Callahan. And where was he? Was he the OC in Cincinnati? Yes, sir. Yeah, I. This was a curious one to me. Whatever, whoever they did interview, it all it went under the radar. Me, it makes me very nervous. Yeah, you haven't heard a word, right? About. Yeah, I'm always a now, little nervous. No, go ahead. You go. One just one question for you, and then you could. Is he better than Mike Vrabel? So the only way you can justify that question, even if you're Tennessee, not us, but if you're Tennessee, is <laughs> sometimes you, you're you're sometimes the job just runs its course. Like maybe, yeah. I don't think anybody. I don't even think the people in Tennessee. I don't think the ownership or the the the, the people in upper management think that Vrabel isn't a good coach. Because it's kind of universally accepted that he is a very good coach. But maybe they could just say, no, it's not about that. It's just that the time has come and gone. We appreciate what he did. It was great while he was here, but we're just ready to take a new direction. And to defend that, I will just say, again, if you look around the league now, I, and to be honest with you, I'm starting to feel a little bad for defensive coordinators because if you're a defensive coach, it's starting to become the situ- the case where defensive coordinator is about the highest you can go. Yeah. Like you just – and I mean think about this for a second. If you were if you were a GM or an owner of any of these teams, would you be looking for a defensive coach? Even for just the only reason that I just said, which is that your offensive coordinator, if he does a good job, which you want him to do – well, He's likely to get a head coaching job soon. And we got Slowick in Houston after one season getting getting a taste, getting interviews. You know, I don't and, and that's a perfect example. If Slowick oh, were to get Brian hired, Johnson got interviews with the Eagles and he got fired. It's some it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So this is what I'm saying. Like if 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 you're Houston, like we saw with Buffalo, if Slowick were to get hired somewhere. And I don't know that we even know that he's a good offensive coordinator yet. It was just C.J. Stroud. Like I don't know. Maybe he's good, but yeah, I know. If he goes, are you are you in the same situation that Buffalo is when you lost Dable? So this is the problem with these defensive coaches. You know, like 
you can make great hires and do a great job. But well, if Jalen you, Hurts, when he lost us, um, yes, like yes, absolutely. And we've seen this over and over again with, you know, offensive I coaches. Say, I love seeing that word, by the way. Steichen. 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 <laughs> so, yeah, that's it's the only thing. It's just interesting to me. Like, if you're a DC, you almost have to have it in your head. Like, the farthest I'm probably going to go is defense court. Not well, that that's just, a bad job. I mean, well, I just, just look try. at two guys, two guys we praised all year Brian Flores. Didn't get a didn't get a whiff. Now part of that may be what went down in Miami, but this is this is true. I'll give you that one. I don't know if I want that potential. Mike McDonald with the Ravens, who had a phenomenal year, I think only interviewed in one spot. Did he interview? Oh, yeah, with the Chargers, I think. Okay, which he was never even a true candidate Not, for. I think it was just kind of like fallback. Hey, hey, I guess we should just give him a shot. Yeah, your fallback yeah. if we don't get our top three candidates. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, really. I mean, the guy Wilkes in San Fran had a great year. I mean, I know yeah. I know he had a bad ex- one year experience in Carolina, but that might go more to the owner than I was going to say. I players liked him. He did a pretty he, good job. He might have done the best job out of the last three guys. Everything we've seen, yeah, yeah. So yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. Yeah, but to, yeah, but to your point, just backing you up, it does seem to be. Again, I'm not trying to poo-poo <laughs> the job as defensive coordinator in the NFL. It's a pretty good gig. You're a multimillionaire, but it just sucks that. You're not you're pro- you're not likely to be a head coach. No, you're just not. So I would um, I wouldn't do it. Not the way the league is currently constructed. I just wouldn't. News last night, sad to my heart, but knew that was knew it was gonna that probably happen that way. Jim Harbaugh to the Chargers. I have a quick question before we we really get into it. Sure. Do you do do does your allegiance follow him at all? Uh to my division with the Broncos. Uh, no, probably okay. not. I, I do. I want him to fall on his face. I do not. Okay. Um, it's such a uh, curious situation. He's a Michigan man. It's, it's he very, brought you weird. a national championship. It's very bizarre. Last night I had a lot of weird feelings about this. Uh, it was like, so I love my friends, by the way, I got like 38 messages. Like I didn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> and I just, I love them. And I'm Ooh. not trying to be, a, I'm not trying to be a dick, but it's just fine. It's just hilarious. But, um, I'm not disappointed. I'm not devastated he left. I'm disappointed because I was a little hope that maybe he was going to come back. It's, there's some news that like the AD kind of fucked things up, and he, and he looked like he was in kind of thin. It was NFL or nothing. Get me out of here. He was li- willing to listen to like yeah. Michigan again. It was still, um, but again, I think he did his job there. You know, he brought us out of the fucking nightmare, got us a championship, Ohio State last. Everyone knows the story. I, I'm I'm very happy for what he did, and I'm very I'm very happy if he goes and chases the Super Bowl ring. Jimmy, please. It would suck. Now he's in my division, like I said. But um, do I want him to go fifteen and two and beat me every year? And no. But like, I'm not. I'm not. It's not like the Chiefs or the Raiders. Right. Well, I'm right. Be like, right. Fuck right. them. Fuck that. Like, there's a consolation I like, prize. There. I like Herbert. I guarantee. I can almost guarantee you he drafts Blake Horror. I can almost like I can almost guarantee it the second sense. round, third round. I was gonna say not Eckler, first round, but I can Eckler see might it, be yeah. gone. But like sure. you know. You, you, you can almost just see it. Yeah. It would shock the shit out of me if you drafted JJ. But um, listen, he's got top five pick. He knows California well. This is the, you got the quarterback there. At least we all think he does. Now, now listen, all the excuses are over for Herbert now. Done. Goodbye. Done. Yeah, done. Um, I wish him well. Um, I don't want Michigan to go five and seven now. I hope, I hope we got the right guy there, but we'll see. 
Yeah, I think this is huge. I think this is unusual for the Chargers because they usually don't um, lay, lay the money out there. What's up, Mike Dean? Dean Dome Sports. I'll be mentioning you in a little bit. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> you know, they laid out the money because I'm sure it was north of $15 million a year. And I think Jim had a lot of demands that they were even kind of like, oh, boy. Yeah, like, I don't know that he's going to be the GM, but he's going to have no, extensive no. say in personnel. And he should. Let's keep it real. The fact that he's been in a college, an elite college coach for the last however many years it's been is an advantage to him because he's been recruiting all these guys that are about to get drafted. So for the next yeah. three or four years, he has an, a, a real, a legitimate advantage. That's a great point. Dude. In the draft over all these other guys. On top of that, just look at Jim Harbaugh historically. Um, San Diego uh, University, that is. Not San Diego State, by the way. It's San Diego University. Yep, yep. Success. He goes to Stanford. People don't realize the kind of job he did at Stanford. That's prob If you really want to be honest with you, that was probably the best job he ever did. When he yeah. took over that program, they were maybe one of the 10 worst programs in all of Division One football. By year four... They were 12-1. and one. Think and about orange that. Ball, orange ball champs. It's nutty when you really think about it. Think about when he – oh, San Francisco. It's a great program. When he went in there, they were a fucking disaster. They were left Who was the guy before? Was Chip, it Singletary before him? I, no, it was Thomas – it was Tomasello. Tomasello followed him. Jim Tomasula? Tomasula, oh that's it. Oh, my God. It was, you know, Think of like he brought him to a, 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 champion, a championship game and – it goes, it goes right into the shitter after he leaves. With Colin Kaepernick, he did it, by the way. So, mm -hmm. And then he goes to Michigan and brings the national champ. The guy wins everywhere. And you, yeah, he, he's oh, what the one thing you can guarantee is you're going to get good quarterback. Two things I can promise you you're going to see with the Chargers. You're going to see excellent quarterback play. And now he's got an elite quarterback. So now you're thinking like, think along the lines of like Andrew Luck quality. Okay, like that's the kind of elite quarterback play you're probably going to get because he gets it everywhere he goes. And you're going to get one of the toughest teams in the fucking NFL. Like yep. These are two things That's you can sure. guarantee. One of the toughest teams around and good, excellent quarterback play. So it's a great hire no matter what. And as far as he's concerned, it's a, it's a freaking no-brainer. Like I would have considered taking less money for that job because it sets him up to be a historical coach. Yeah. To be one of the few to win a national championship in college and uh, uh, a Super Bowl in the NFL. Because if you got the coach and you got the quarterback, you can find everything else. Yeah, You can either sign it as a free agent or you can get it in the draft. But those two things are the hardest things. We've been talking about this for two weeks. Hardest things in the world. Yeah, he had luck. He, he, uh, he had Andrew Luck at Stanford. He had to recruit Andrew Luck there and then – you know, do what he did with him. Yeah, yeah. To Stanford, who was a to Stanford. Yeah, it was a dump at the time. It was one of the worst programs. It was, it's not going to USC. With, yeah, with with unbelievable academic standards. You know, yeah. you actually have to go to class at Stanford and get good grades. So, yeah. So I just think I, I really do think I wouldn't be surprised. I I heard this today. There was st the Chargers had seven games where they lost by a field goal or less. You can tell I mean, me. I feel, like, I feel like that's been happening for fucking four years. It very well may have. So. <laughs> I think it's a real possibility that they're listen. They had five wins this year. They're gonna get a. They're gonna get a top five draft pick. I think it is. I, there's a real to me. There's a real legitimate chance that they're like eleven win season next year, which is freaking unbelievable. And I would not bet against him winning a Super Bowl in the next five years. 
I just I, I think Herbert I has that it. much potential, and I think he's that good a coach. And everything else you can figure out. I really do believe that. I I believe they have the fifth pick. Now you tell me you go Brock Bowers, a tight end. He loves using tight ends. You get the best tight end in the last ten years. You go maybe a lineman, maybe a defensive back, and you go Blake Corum in the, like, your first three picks. I will only say if the kid, the wide receiver, I don't think he will be, but if the wide receiver, Marvin, if he was available, it would be really hard to pass that up. You're going to have to move on from either and, Keenan and, Allen and, or and, Mike and Williams. He know, and he knows him even better. <laughs> Who, exactly. And this yeah. is business. It's not personal. You, yeah, you, I would, if he's I would, available, I mean, you draft him. I don't know if he's going to oh, make no, it no, that no. far. Definitely. I mean, do you, I mean, do you, do you take – Keenan Allen's in his 30s. Mike Williams is always hard. Always hurt. Talents there. Quentin Johnson, he saw obviously two TCU last year. He didn't have a good year at all. He didn't have a great year, but that's the kind of guy that I can see. But some receivers take a, a bit. Yeah, I could see him all... changing. I could see him working on a kid like that and making him a better receiver. I, I totally agree. You know? I think Jim Harbaugh gets guys to play to their maximum potential. Oh, I, I definitely. Maybe absolutely. more than most coaches you'll ever find. So. Or or he'll just he'll just get ready. In the NFL, you could just say you're cut. Goodbye. You know what I mean? A rookie wide receiver, you're not gonna. It's not gonna cost you much to move rumors, on from him. Rumors is he's gonna bring in the DC Jesse Minter with him, I think, and uh, his son Jay Harbaugh, who can do a lot of things. He's worn a lot of hats in Michigan, which is very very big. Yeah. In the NFL, you could do a lot of stuff there. Yeah. And he coached under John too before he went to Michigan. The Uncle John, so he he yeah. knows what he's doing. He's a good coach. Me and my buddies always say Jay's maybe one of the most underrated coaches we have. Yeah, so that's a big loss. So now Both let me let me let me say a little something about Michigan now. Yeah, uh, I get it. I get the hire. Who's the guy? What's the guy's name? Cheryl Moore. Not official yet, but it looks like it's trending. It that looks way. like that's where it's going to go. And I get it. And it makes sense. Continuity. You'll probably keep a lot of staff. Uh, he did a good job this season. And these these moves never work. They never work ever. Think well, historic. True. I got I got I got two guys on my head. Let I, me hear it. Uh, David Shaw at Stanford for a while. For for a very short time, and then it, they were back to Michigan's average. Different, Michigan's different than Stanford. It is, but they've had losing seasons with bad coaches. Here's why I say it's a little different. Uh, you don't have to tell me that. Yeah, here's why I say it's and, and that fell apart again. That fell apart at Stanford eventually. God, you say you got. What was the other count? one? What was the other one first? Um, Lincoln Riley at Oklahoma. I guess I'll give you that one. He how long yeah, was I he mean, the head coach to... there? How long was he? Three years. Four, I want to say. Yeah, but he never went as far as the previous coach. But that's a decent example. I can give you hundreds of examples. Like college football, college football playoff is definitely something you sign up for, and that was with four yeah. teams. Now there's twelve teams. Yeah. So. Um, I could just I could quote. A do- oh, dozens. I hear you. And here's you. here's you, what I think you happens. You and then I'll, I'll counter. Go ahead, buddy. Yeah, here's what I think happens a lot. Um, you're trying to keep going what's gone. Like Nick Saban, the, the next guy's not Nick Saban. The next guy is not Jim Harbaugh. And for me, maybe more than anything, it's not it's not the X's and O's on the field. It's the recruiting. Like you don't have Nick Saban out on the on the on the trail, on a recruiting trail, getting the number one, number two, or number three recruiting class for 17 years in a row. Like, I think Nick Saban would be the first one to tell you, we get we get the best players, and that's why we normally have one of the best teams on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, same with Harbaugh. Like, he got his guys. He recruited really hard. He's Jim Harbaugh. So, like, there's that gravitas that comes with that. 
I just don't know that this guy's going to get the same kind of recruits. Maybe this year it'll be good. Maybe this coming year it'll be fine, even though you're losing your quarterback, so that's going to be tough. Yeah. But I think as time goes on, it's just not the same. It's not that guy. And I think a lot of times you're better off just like cutting the cord and starting from scratch. So a couple things here. I'll start with that. I do not want Brian Kelly. Brian I Kelly. Want that's the LSU guy? LSU. Why, why would guy? he do that? Well, that's the, that was a rumor out there that oh he would, you would listen. Yeah, exactly. So, no. If I, I were him, Lance, I wouldn't do it. I'd rather I don't be want Lance Leopold, that fuck for whatever, Kansas, whatever his name is. No, thanks. Uh, that one's a Iowa lot State more interesting guy, to me. I, I will no tell you thank, that. No, thanks. Who's that? The guy at Iowa State, Campbell. That's more interesting no, to no me, thanks. too. No way. Why you know no why? way? Because we did that already. What do you mean? Rich Rodriguez. Oh, okay. fancy name, uh, West Virginia. Uh, uh, we did uh, that already. Uh, all right. This guy has been here. I, I see your point. Three, four, he's been here five years, three years at OC, 4-0 this year as an interim coach. The guy's very well-spoken. Coaches and players love the guy. Everything I know about him and read about him, I like. He's gotten the memo. Now, you're not going to be Jim Harbaugh. I agree no. with that. You're, no way. I agree. However, but what Jim Harbaugh's done the last two years, I think's hurt recruiting, not helped. In is what way? Half foot, half foot in, half foot out. Well, that definitely doesn't. Take a job. Is he not going to take a job? Dude, the best two years Michigan's had in 15 years, and you barely got a top 10 class two years. This year you were 12 after winning a national championship. He also looks for different things that everybody else looks for. This is true, but that's why I think to your point, I think he gets the most out of these guys. His strength and conditioning coach, which, which has been a huge asset for us, has signed a five-year extension, which I love. Sure. The coaching staff, I think he's going to be able to keep a lot of guys, maybe add his own couple guys that he likes through the years. I think with the momentum we have, I think our defense next year is going to be top five, no pro, no, no doubt. Offense will be a, 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 an issue, I think. Will be a... Uh, yeah, it might be a little out. Notre Dame like. Guys, they're replacing nine guys. That's incredible. incredible. Um, but listen, you've got depth. You've got these guys in the kitty. And now, listen, you don't get the head job for Harbaugh signed off on him, what I heard. Let me ask the you guy, something. Go ahead. I'm it's, looking at this positively for once. It's, I, I'm rare with this. But I'm looking at it positively. And, and you can because you're, you're coming off a national championship. So yes, it's, it's sir. All, it's all feel say? good. Wait, what did you just say? It's all a feel good. I forget. Right. Well, I'll tell you what. You'll forget, too, if they if they start the season off like 2-5. I won't five. forget next year. I'll forget year after. I'll be honest. Let me ask you this. Year, yeah, go. Was he a candidate for any other jobs this year? So rumor has it, the, yeah. I mean, there's a lot. But you went that far into the year, you're not going to interview for any fucking jobs. Yeah, he was. Last year, he was a candidate for jobs last year, too. Didn't get any of them. That's okay. My money's you're on so, it. You're so negative. You're so it's negative. not negative. I think it's what almost... A, what, a, what, a, what a Jet fan. Well, because we'll we'll get to the other guy. I, if you ask me about Kalen DeBoer, I think, and I think he's a really good coach. We talked about this last no, week. No, I don't, I don't like that one, yeah. I, don't like, I like him. It's just... No, I like him, too. I just don't like the... It's just you're following a legend, and I just think that's almost impossible. the only guy I think you would have liked there would have been fucking Lane, to be honest with you. You were such on the Lane wagon. It's not about Lane, me liking Lane. It's the only one, I think, that has the kind of, like, weight behind him to... I don't know what the word is. Like, keep the program going on the same path? Dude, so there's a reason you lost... That Alabama lost now over 20 guys. I just saw a report two days ago. I wrote it down but left it at work. I forget the kid's name, but he was a, a top recruit 
I believe he was a top recruit, or he was going to be their quarterback coming back next year. I, I forget which it is. Gone. So now, why? Yeah. Because it's not Nick Saban. Well, it's also I think that guy might too. have stayed. I think that kid, and I think maybe half of these kids out of 22 that left, maybe 11 of them would have stayed if it was Lane Kiffin. I think there's gravitas yeah, behind you're the name. At that. You know, you I totally, that. I totally am. Yeah. I totally am. That's just my belief. I, I think Lane Kiffin could have came in and did what Deion Sanders did. Get out. I'm bringing my guys back in. Like you don't know who knows. Like the, dude, college football right now, the world is crazy. Yeah, that wasn't going to happen. Colorado stunk last year. That's why he got rid of those guys. Alabama was in the Final Four. Yeah, that's yeah, a diff- yeah, yeah. much different. And he's I not bringing really, in I Ole Miss just, guys to well, fucking. Ole Miss also won. Ole Miss also won ten games too. <laughs> they absolutely did. But you're not replacing Bama guys with Ole Miss guys. And it's not. It's just that it. More to the point, it's just. I don't yeah, know. I don't know that anybody could have done it. This guy's replacing Bama guys with Washington guys. So. Yeah, I don't know that anybody could have done it. Like it's, yeah. it's 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 you're it's an impossible ask. It's following Parcells. It's following you know uh, uh, Bill Listen, Bill I Walsh. Like, I like I like that he was in the building for a couple of years now. He knows what he's doing. I think. I I think, dude. Yeah, the that's Penn the whole State, point behind the, the hire. The Penn State yeah. game was very emotional for him. I mean, we talked about that. Was very, but then the Ohio State game, very poised, very calm, very there's. Yeah, the the Penn State game that doesn't like that's not what the issue is for me. I I'm no, I know. I'm I, just I, an example about like I how he can he's like a chameleon like in yeah, one, yeah, yeah. three weeks. I um I accept the assumption that he's a really good coach. This is not about his abilities. It, it's it's I'm looking at it similarly to like the Alabama situation or Duke University in basketball or yeah. you know you like. I just think it's really, you know, UConn in basketball is one of those rare, like super rare situations where it's kind of like whoever comes in, they end up, it ends up working. I know, it's really weird. So it's weird, but like, I just, there's so many situations where it just, it doesn't work out. Anyway, so that we'll see that it's just a tough, I think, I I think for him, it's really, really tough. Dude, they can win 10 games last year, next year, and it looks like a failure because it wasn't. That that's tough to that's tough to say. You I think it, get, I think I think you're right. Fans don't even get that fucking crazy. I got to be honest with you. Uh, I would ten wins. <laughs> I would not. If, if, so wait, you want you want this guy to go fifteen and zero? Yeah, I'm the not. This is not me. Like, you're not. You're talking to the wrong guy. I'm the one that's been screaming nah, on here that Nick Suriani shouldn't be fired. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not I, trying I, to I, hammer the guy. But you know how fickle college football fans are, man. Listen, I. I'll take ten wins next year. Listen, if, you if win if ten goes, games, you lose seven. to Ohio State, and you're not one of the top twelve. You're not in the top twelve for the playoffs. There's going to be grumblings. You know there are. Uh, yeah, I think that's that's. that's Maybe tough. we didn't get the right. I'm not saying they're going to fire that's him at the tough. end of the year, but I. That's and it's tough. unfair. Like you said, you're <laughs> you got nine guys off your offense going to the NFL draft or or graduating, whatever. Yeah, but it's it's not like the guys they have on the roster are fucking screwed. No, no, no. I'm saying like yeah. it's an impossible. It, it wouldn't be fair. I'm not trying to justify no, it at all. I'm just saying you know how fans are. You know, I do. That's ridiculous, to dude. Me. But, you I, know, I, look. I'll give you. An, I'll give you an example in my area, like Florida State. If if they were to go win like eight games next year, like they were blowing Norvell, they gave him an extension. Yeah. He got fucked, dude. If they go eight and five this year, he he's gonna get hammered. <laughs> he's gonna get hammered, and they're gonna want to run him out of town. So like. It's all, you know, it's such a what have you done for me lately. So anyway, that's no, sure. it's not I'm about just, I'm him. Speaking, I'm yeah. speaking as a Michigan fan. I, yeah. I, that's 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 tough. I will not yeah. be sad. You with know how me. some people are. So, all right, what are, what are some of the other ones? Uh, one more job and then we'll move on to the playoffs. Uh, the today, rumors have it that, what's his name? Dave Cornalis? And he's the offensive Cornalis? coordinator. At Tampa Bay. 
I, this is a surprise number for me. This is going to be Carolina. Yeah. Here's what I will say about this. I don't know. I don't know the guy enough. I guess you could say it was a pretty decent job this year with new quarterback. They weren't supposed to do well, and they scored a lot of points, and they looked pretty good. You know, you did a good job with Baker, all that stuff. Here's what I will say without knowing anything about the guy. Listen, the owner of Carolina, David Tepper, he's a freaking multi-billionaire, right? Smart dude. Maybe now I'm I'm really trying to be positive here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can feel it. Because I'm thinking like with Washington, the commanders, what the hell is the, the former owner's name? Uh you know who I'm talking about. Holy shit. I can't yeah. remember. But he never learned his lesson. But I'm thinking maybe oh my God. if the owner learned his lesson. Snyder? Dan Snyder? Dan Snyder. He never learned his lesson. But maybe Tepper's a smart guy. These guys are all smart guys. You're not a billionaire because you're a dummy. Okay? Maybe he's looking and he's like, I, we can't keep doing this. We can't keep just like running people out of town. Nobody's, you, you have to hear everyone saying, why would anybody want that job? You know, yeah. Because you're, you're just going to get fired. You're going to treat it like shit. Maybe he learned his lesson and he said, you know what? Fuck it. We don't. We got a bad team. We got a decent defense, but our offense is bad. So let's bring in a young offensive coach. Let's just go into this, and we're going to be really, really patient. First year, growing pains. I don't care. You know, like we're just going to let him grow with new young coordinator, young quarterback. We're going to have a great draft this year. We're going to draft a lot of offensive players. And we're gonna be real. We're gonna we're gonna be patient. I'm staying hands off. We're gonna be patient. We're gonna we're gonna let this team grow together. If that's the case, and I can't say that it is, <laughs> but if that's the case, then this could be a very interesting hire, right? Because it's a job that not a lot of people want. So it would be wise to be patient. You bring in an offensive guy with a young quarterback. It could be very interesting. You draft. Let's say you go out and draft a wide receiver little help on the offensive line, maybe a tight yeah, end or something. Like they, they need that big time. They need a lot of help on offense. But if you can start working towards that and say, hey, we're going to be patient and let these guys all grow together, it might be really interesting. It might be really interesting. Is that possible? Is that possible that this owner, this impetuous owner, could take that angle? I got to be honest with you. I don't know. But these guys are not dummies. You, you know what I'm saying? So... It's possible, but it's 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 unconventional. How about that? It's an unconventional hire. Nobody's nobody before the playoffs started. Nobody was calling for Canales or whatever his name is to be hired. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Uh, that leaves the Commanders, the Seahawks, and the Falcons. The Bill Belichick, the Falcon thing is losing some gas, dude. I don't. Well, he's, I think this is fascinating. He's got two interviews in there, so he he definitely wants the gig. Yeah, right. Yeah. There's no question that he wants the gig. Um, but I'm looking at What's this. The hold up, GM. I don't know. Only thing I can think of, if let's say you put your Atlanta Falcons hat on right now. Okay, let me go get. It. You have a pretty young team, right? But your defense was vastly improved this year. Definitely. And you have some real weapons on offense, but you have no real strong, good options at quarterback. Maybe you're looking at a Russell Wilson. Maybe you're Her looking cousins. if he's available. I'm not I'm not convinced that Minnesota's not going to try to re-sign him. I, I agree. And would you would you would you, if you're Kirk, would you stay there or you go you go to Atlanta? Knowing best years in Minnesota what, with these guys. What would I do or what would Kirk Cousins do? Knowing him, I think he might 
go because I think he probably doesn't feel very welcome. If I were him, I would stay because the fan base already loves you. You got Jordan, Justin Jefferson, Jordan Addison, got got some real nice Hawkinson. Pieces. Although Hawkinson tore his knee up the last week of the year, yeah, but you got some really nice pieces there. Plus, the fan base loves him. So yeah. I I would stay, but I don't know that he would anyway. And his wife and his wife likes Minnesota. She came out and said, "I don't want to." Get, I hope yeah. Get so traded. well, yeah. that's a big part of it. If she said that, and I didn't know that she if she said that, then that's real. Oh, breaking news! Oh Coach. shit! Here we go. Man, we are like this. This is just gorgeous. Incredible. You're gonna shit your pants here. Should I prepare? <laughs> wow. Falcons reportedly to hire. Rams defensive coordinator Raheem Morris. Oh head my coach. god. Okay, so I was about to say this to you. Is Bill Belichick not going to get a head coaching job? Should I drive him to Ann Arbor right now? Bill Belichick is I not told, dude, is not I, wanted. I told a couple of my Cowboy friends when they wanted when after their emotional after the the Packer loss. They're like Bill's a no-brainer. I go, I got to be honest with you. I don't know if teams are lining up to sign this guy. I, Let me ask you something. Other than Atlanta, who else did he even interview with? 0.0. Bro, this is amazing. Now, I don't think it's about his coaching Does or his Washington talent. Washington changed their tune here? Because they said they were poorly and we weren't, they weren't interested. Well, if you were to have gone further with what we were doing before your breaking news, I heard today or yesterday that they're pretty much – it's a done deal that they're going to hire Ben Johnson from the, uh, the offense coordinator. I, I heard the same. And Ryan, I, I get that. You are you got one of the top three picks. You're going to get a new quarterback. Why would you want a Bill Belichick? My God. The, I think it is unbelievable that Bill Belichick <laughs> in the fucking shit. NFL can't get a job. Philadelphia could have had him if they fired their guy. You could have had Bill Belichick if they fired Sirianni. You could have had Bill Belichick. Cowboys could have had him. Cowboys could have had him. I know people were saying, why would Bill Belichick want to coach with Jerry Jones? Jerry Jones, people, folks, look around. Jerry Jones is one of the more patient owners when it comes to his coaches in the league. Clearly. Like he holds on. Like it was a joke even that he held on to what's-his-face for so long. This has a little Nick Saban feel to me. Not as strong, but this has a little. What do you mean? Like stunned. Raheem Morris? I can't. You bet you. So here's what's crazy if about you it. You told me Vrabel, I would maybe go. All right. First of all, do we even know they interviewed Raheem Mars? Did they have two interviews with him? Belichick had two. You interviewed Bel- Bill Belichick twice, and you didn't hire him. This is where wild. Raheem, where was Raheem Morris the coach? Tampa. Tampa. Bay? He was like he was like 31 years old at the time, and it was it didn't go well. This oh is that's God. a shot. I I can only think that this is because of his age. Age and not shit, didn't do shit without Tom. Like I don't think anybody doubts his ability as a coach. At seventy two, you might. That's well. That's what I'm saying. I think the yeah. age is I think different. The combination. Because if you're trying to build a program, how long is Bill Belichick sticking around? He's not sticking. If things go well, you want your head coach around for at least ten years because you want things to go well. And if you, if things go well, your coach sticks around. You want Bill Belichick coaching your team at eighty two? No. This is what I'm saying. So I think I think it was. I think I have to believe that that has a lot to do with it. Let me ask you. A question. Let me ask you another question. This separate, is, separate this from, is separate insane. from this. I know. I mean, that drink looks delicious. By the way, I'll be having a few tonight. Victor's um, American whiskey. It's my absolute uh, favorite brown yeah. liquor. 
It's delicious. Oh, you're off the uh, Wild Turkey or whatever you want. I love Wild Turkey 101. But Mick, there's American whiskey, which is not a bourbon, by the way. Because I have it. Some, I have it. I have it. It is. Oh, sweet nectar. Oh, it's wonderful. It's a beautiful thing. Does Seattle regret saying goodbye to Pete Carroll at all, you think? So. Or just one of those situations where, like, it was time to say goodbye. Well, listen, we have to go back to the press conference, and what did he say? It wasn't football people that made the decision. I, what does that mean? I was just going to ask you that. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. I don't know what that even means. The guy's in the cafeteria said we got to get rid of Pete. Well, he, doesn't like, he doesn't like our clams. It sounds to me like that means ownership and family or whatever, the whoever owns. The, like it, was, it wasn't the GM. It wasn't like player personnel or president of the team, whatever. It was non-football people, which means ownership. He got run out of town. I don't know. Um, he was very emotional in that press conference. He was not he happy. Not, he did not want to leave. Yeah, conference. he was not happy. Yeah. That's why it was, it was fascinating. I don't know that they're – this is – you know what else is weird? Like, Rabel is still out there. Rabel, Ben Johnson, Belichick. Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn, Eric the Enemy, be Enemy. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. Well, he's probably I mean, getting interviews. I think that's an interesting pick for Seattle. Holy to be honest, with you. you totally take a different angle. Now, if you're now, if you're Vrabel, yeah, you take the year off. See what Pittsburgh does with Tomlin. Oh, year? he goes on TV for a year. He'd be fantastic. He goes on TV for a year. He's fantastic. Or wait, 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 wait. Just play with me here for a minute. I'm listening. I, know, I, I, know I love it. Total, I love scenarios. I know, I know this is total Wolverine's love here. <laughs> oh, my, oh, my God. No, hold on. Hold on. Hold He's on, an hold on. Ohio State guy. That's my – if Goff, if Sharon Moore beats Ryan Day again. Oh. I don't think – all right. So this leads to back to where we were I talking. Heard, I heard Vrabel's dream job is Ohio State. I That's what I've heard. But do you think he – these guys are all leaving college football and college sports because they don't want to deal with NIL and portal shit. I know, but when it's your love of your school and shit, it might be a little. Di- I'm, you're right, but I'm just again, you love. Listen, I'm just that's saying, not absurd. Cause, cause guess what? If Ryan Day loses to them again, he's gone. What's more absurd is is, is that Ryan Day would be fired. He's an exceptional it, it, coach. Well, guess what? He will be. If they lose, and you to, know it. listen, and you know it. If they lose to be. Michigan this year, he will at be home fired. with Harbaugh gone. He will be and no JJ McCarthy. Not yet. He will be fired that night. By the way, don't get your dick hard because I don't think that's happening. I don't either, but, but it would be fucking hilarious. Oh my if god! god. <laughs> <laughs> because now, guess what? We're playing with house money. Oh yeah, now we're just really yeah, throwing shit into the fan and see what goes on. Um, I'm just but a little anyway. surprised. I think two very super successful head coaches, and you can't even use the age excuse with Vrabel. Is he a good fit in Seattle? Younger version of Pete Carroll, in a way. I think he, I think he is. I'd, I'd rather have him than Dan Quinn. Oh, I don't want any part of Dan Quinn, dude. I, I, yeah, I, I'm not a Dan Quinn guy. I'm not sure how I feel about Dan Quinn. He did a really good job. He did go to a Super Bowl and lost, but he went to a Super Bowl with Atlanta, and, and also, and then the, the wheels fell off. History, yeah, yeah. Then the wheels just fell off the truck. I mean, it was bad. But, well, Matt Ryan got older. You know, they had a lot of things yeah, on there too. Absolutely, but I, I'm, I am a big fan of Vrabel, even though he's a defensive coach. I, I'm a big I, fan. I just got the Yahoo thing. It's, it's official. Wow, 
I can't believe it, man. I, I'm not there. What Raheem Morris, by the what way? What Raheem Morris do? Come in and bring fucking hookers like for everybody? I like don't what? Know. I, I don't know. Hookers and lines of coke. I don't know. Who doesn't like that? It's like a bachelor party, fucking. That'll do it. I mean, <laughs> in Atlanta, it might. Yeah, I mean, that'll do it. Yeah, that's a bit of a surprise. I, what, what the real surprise is there is that you interview Bill Belichick twice. And instead of hiring Bill Belichick, you go with Raheem Morris. That's stunning. You were in the game. You were you were on board with a potential hire of Bill Belichick. You don't interview him twice if you're not. Like Washington didn't even, didn't even give him the time of day because they wanted to go. You clearly they want to go younger and fresher in offense. Offense. And I get it. And that's fine. New ownership, fresh young coach. I get it. Atlanta was in the game. You were, you were going after him. You interviewed him twice. It wasn't cursory. It wasn't like, hey, let's throw the guy a bone. You interviewed him twice. And instead you go at Raheem Morris? Wow. 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 Yeah. It blows me away. All right. So there was a couple other things that happened. Um, it looks like the, the Eagles are sticking with Sirianni. But it's a bit of a weird situation because they're not really – it looks like Vic Fangio, who left Miami, is going to be their defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. And I like Vic Fangio a lot. I think he's a great defensive coordinator. It's not that that's weird. It's the fact that it 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 looks like Sirianni really wasn't part of the hiring process. Correct. Which is not exactly a vote of confidence by the GM and 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 uh, ownership. Don't you think that's a little odd? I do. Hiring Vic Fangio isn't odd. It's how, how about you it? hired Vic Fangio yeah. yeah. without really – it's usually – the head coach usually hires coaches. But, you here's know. You, but here's the thing. They let him hire his guys last year, and that did not go so well. I know, but he hired he, – he, this is the same guy who hired Steichen and the other dude. Uh, Gordon Gray uh, – what the uh, – uh, Gannon? Gannon. Gannon. Like, yeah. do, does he get no credit for those two hires? No. It's so sick. It's so <laughs> sick to me. This is a, like I, I had a little back and forth with Mike Dean during the week, and he was just you know all all this about Sirianni. You should go, and I'm just like, I don't understand. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. Like you go to a Super Bowl, you start off ten and one. Yes, the 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 the, the wheels fell off the sh- off the off the car, but does a does a coach that has done that well just not deserve an op- an opportunity to get the team back? Couple personnel changes, couple coaching changes. I think Vic Fangio is a great hire. Actually, I think it works really well for that team. You don't get a chance. I mean, it looks like they're keeping them, but it's just a weird. But I'm saying for the people that were like, get rid of them. You don't get a chance to turn the ship around. You yeah. don't get a chance to be Tom Coughlin. Well, they didn't let they didn't let um, Peterson turn it around. No, I just that was there was more time between. The Super Bowl and when they fired him, I think it was three years, one, wasn't one, it? One more, I think it was two years. Was it two it was, years? Yeah, I thought it was. Year, I thought yeah. it was three. So it'd be the same situation if Sirianni shits his pants next year. And if it, be, so here's what I here's what I said. I was talking to one or one of my colleagues at work today, and I said, I think he deserves a chance to to right the ship. We he, he he's the one who hired those first coordinators. Yes, he hired these, and it didn't work out. But give him a chance to fix that. Give him a chance to fix the locker room. There was a lot of personnel issues that happened with them this year. Injuries all over the freaking place. I still to this day say that uh, Jalen Hurts was way more banged up than any of us yeah. realized. He, he was I barely agree. a runner in the last 
two months of the season. Like, he barely ran the ball. I think the knee was a little more doofed up than any of us know. And I just think you deserve a chance to right the ship. With that said, sure, I have no problem with him kind of being on the hot seat next year. Like, if you end this season one and six, and then you come in next season, and by Thanksgiving you're like four and seven or what, however the, the dates work out, like something like that, I get it. I get it. You're on You're on a sh- relatively short leave by Thanksgiving or something like that. I just, man, as I said last week, I'd hate my livelihood to be that critically, you know, judged so quickly. Like, I don't get a yeah. chance to turn, turn the ship around. Like, it's just rough. I just think it's a bit rough. But I just was fascinated by the way they hired Fangio. I think that's very, very interesting to me. Very interesting. I have no guesses right now as far as Seattle. I'm sitting here like, I don't know. I don't know. Because like, it seemed like, like you, Dan Quinn was kind of the front runner. And I don't get you, that because then why not just keep Pete Carroll? If you're going to interview by now, what, what are they going to panic and go interview Belichick? Well, I, don't, I don't think so, right? Like Who? The Seattle. Like, they don't want him, right? You just you just fired a guy, a 72-year-old. Why would you want to bring in another yeah, one? Exactly, exactly. Makes no sense and, to me. And Washington definitely is going to go offense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm trying to look and I'm like, wow, I this is weird. It's hard this to believe. Weird. I'm looking around the league and, I'm and like, next year's year older. So here's what's interesting too. There's nothing to say that you couldn't fire your coach right now. <laughs> like knowing that Belichick is out there. Like I'm trying to think. I don't know. Giants. That would never happen. Or not this year. I think they liked Abel. Yeah, you know he's, he's nuts. But they didn't quit on. They didn't quit on him. No. No. Absolutely not. There's a lot of personnel I heard, issues I, there. I heard, a, I heard a rumor driving home. If Kansas City, Andy Reid retires from Kansas City, does Belichick go there? No, no way. If I'm Kansas City, I don't want that. I don't want that either. I'd rather go after a hot young offensive quarterback. I'd rather give it to Biennemi, to be honest with you. That's, that's bizarre. To be totally honest with you, that makes way more sense. He's got experience with Mahomes in that offense. It you talk yeah. about these seamless changes as far as X's and O's goes, it would be relatively seamless. I'll stick with what I say that that shit never works out <laughs> and you just need to get a, a new guy. I don't know if they would prefer to go with Nagy in that in that situation yeah, more than be enemy. I don't know. Stagnola? I don't think I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't either. You want a defensive head coach with, no, he's, with Patrick and, and Mahomes? No, he's perfect, and he's perfect where he is. In that and I don't – yeah. I don't, he doesn't and even think, get looks. I think this think, is his last job. No, and I think he would say, no, thanks. I'm good where I am. Well, if, if Kansas City offered him the job, that might be different. But I don't think he's looking to leave the Chiefs. No. And, if, no. and, I, think why, and I think because he's, a, I think he's smart, you got a chance to be here and win. By the time he's done, I mean, he's not a young guy, but he's not old either. By the time he's done, he might have four Super Bowl rings. You're not getting that anywhere else. So, not as a defense coordinator. So, um, this is fascinating. It's really fascinating to me. Can you think of any team? And then we'll get to the re- we'll get to the review from last week. Yeah, we were on this way but longer than I thought we were going to be. <laughs> I know, but it's just so interesting. Any other team in the league right now that didn't fire their head coach? That now knowing that Belichick hasn't been hired by anybody, could say. Lots. Mm. Well, I mean, the Jets are stupid for keeping fucking what's-his-face, but he doesn't want to coach the Jets, so. He wouldn't go to the Jets, yeah. No, but but you can't tell me Sal over Belgium. Like the Bears, um, the Bears would be interesting to me. You got the number one pick in the draft. You already have th- – that defense was way improved, and you got a chance to bring in Bill Belichick. 
that's telling your your fans like we are ready to win. We're looking to win. Yeah, that's probably about it, right? I'm, like, I'm thinking. I don't know what else. What else is no. even? The Raiders never even give him a look. I'm trying to think like yeah, exactly. lower lower teams. I just yeah. mm. Dolphins no Bills no no in the old division McDermott like I I don't think you fire McDermott to get Belichick. I don't. I either. would fire McDermott to get the dude uh, Johnson. Is that what I'm saying? Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson. I would do more something like that. I don't yeah, see I don't it. Know. I don't see I don't it anywhere. Yeah, I don't see it either. Nope, I don't either. I don't see it anywhere. Nope. It even made more sense if Tampa had a bad season and he goes down there. I, yeah, I was but thinking. they had a good be, season, and, so and they're not firing funny. him. That would have been funny if I was Tom. Like, <laughs> I know, Could you imagine he went down there and won a won a, won a um, Super Bowl with Baker Mayfield? So Tom Brady crazy. goes there and wins it before him, and then he goes down there and wins one with Baker Mayfield. That would be... Dude, holy shit. I can't believe okay. the whole league's like, the whole league's like, uh, I don't Nobody know. Nobody wants them. Nobody wants them. I do, uh, dude, I got to think it's the age. I got to think it's, it's the gotta age. It's got to be some of it. Let's move on. NFL divisional round in the books. Saturday afternoon, Baltimore 34, Houston 10. Baltimore dominates the second half. Lamar a little rusty early, but then clicked and Houston had no yeah, shot. Let's be honest. They kind of dominated the whole game. The only reason it was 10-10 was because of punt a return. punt return. Punt return. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was nope. a kickoff return. So um, they, uh, Houston just couldn't get anything going offensively the entire fucking game. It was just a suffocating defense. They did a great job. C.J. Stroud was under pressure the whole time. To your point, Lamar Jackson was not great for, I would say, two and a half quarters. And then I think it was just, I think it was just overwhelming. There was just too much. You know he ran. He passed for what 150 yards, ran for 100, but but accounted for four touchdowns. And this yep. is what I mean. He, he is hard to quantify because it's not just about any particular number. You know what I'm saying? It's the threat that changes everything. Mm-hmm. Even if he doesn't rush for 50 yards, you still have to. Pay attention to the fact that he could take off at any time, and you don't have anybody on your team that's as fast as him. It is it is so unique historically in football. It is so unique. I mean, Randall Cunningham was similar. Mike Vick was similar. It, it's it's but it's even beyond both of those guys. Cam Newton wasn't as fast. No, it's just it's 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 so unique. It's so unique. It's hard to quantify. I've had my, and you know, on this podcast, I've had my doubts on Lamar. He is fun to watch. Oh, dude. I mean, there's no question about it. He is fun to watch. And, you know, he's he showed me something this year, too. He became more of a leader. He's he's looser no in press conferences. He's funnier. Yeah. Something, yeah. I, 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 What's yeah. interesting about what you just said is that a lot of times when guys get paid, they get a little more comfortable. And I think the competitiveness that he shows week in and week out Shows that the money hasn't changed any of that. Mm-hmm. In fact, maybe it has elevated it. Maybe he's one of these guys. Some guys get the money and then they play in a way that says, I need to justify the money. Yeah. Some guys get the money and then you never hear from them again. Yep. Some guys get the money and they go, they don't say it, but they play in a way that says, I got to I gotta justify this money. And, and he kind of does in a way because of his playoff history. You know, he has to prove... That the money was worth it. 
you know, legacy wise, I guess you can say, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, so it's really fascinating. I don't, to me, if you're Houston, if you're a Houston fan, I can't imagine there's a Houston fan that's out there. That's like, damn. I mean, you don't, of course you want to win the game, but you, if you're a Houston Texans fan, you should be just wildly excited. I was just going to say the potential for this team side of it. You got to be elated. Great start. Oh my God. You better going forward. You get CJ Stroud in an, and all those receivers. Hopefully tank Dell comes back nice and healthy. You get a tight end. full yeah, off yeah. season with them. Slowick hasn't great job with the defense. Yes, Slowick yeah. hasn't been hired, and if they don't, if he doesn't get hired, I think he was a name that was mentioned with Seattle too. Winnable division too, dude. Yes, like, there's yeah, a you're, dude. You're, the you talk like about drivers. winnable division. They're only yeah. going to be better next year. So can you imagine Houston? And now maybe some free agents. They got some money. People maybe want to go down there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, yep. they had a really good draft last year. So let's say really they have a good draft. draft again this year. Now you're a much more, if you're a wide receiver, you don't want to go play with CJ Stroud. Right. If you're an offensive lineman, I mean, you don't, even if you're Saquon Barkley, you want to go fuck playing that oh open in warmer weather, Texas, dude. No income, to, no state income oh tax. Oh my God, dude. Oh my God. Absolutely. So yep. it changes the one, one hire and one draft pick changes everything. Everything and you're you're if you're a Houston Texans fan or frankly I could see a lot of people becoming Houston Texans fans just because of what they saw this year and in the playoffs just it's cool shit so um, it was fascinating but they just got overwhelmed in the second half by uh, by a better team overall Baltimore looked really good on defense dude this is the Baltimore defense that we're kind of used to seeing from mm -hmm. the past and as I said in the past couple weeks. This is by far the best defense that um, uh, Lamar Chase, uh, uh, Lamar Jackson has had since he's been there. Like they, they haven't had this quality of defense. They've always been kind of middle of the road. Now they're uh, they're back to what we think of Baltimore Ravens defense. So they look they look good once they got settled in. Saturday night, Green Bay is killing themselves. They had this game. Niners twenty four, Packers twenty one. Love struggled late in this game. Pretty struggled early, but then made a drive when he Beautiful needed drive to. Beautiful drive at the end, yeah. Sloppy-ass game. Debo Samuel goes down. Uh, he is like their X factor, it looks like. Man, when he's not in the lineup, pretty... Changes everything. Very yeah. confused. And yeah. Um, let me say something really positive about Purdy first. There's been, this is the second time this season, at least, but second time in my mind that I'm thinking of that he had a comeback drive in the fourth quarter, last drive of the game, basically, you know, more or less, last drive for San Francisco. One of them didn't work out against Cleveland. He drove him down, and a kicker missed the field goal. And then this one, you know, drives him down, and and they end up getting the win. So that shows to me something that you can't be measured that can't be measured in statistics. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at a guy who has poise, that has that competitive edge, that in times of stress and anxiety, he calms down. He finds a way to, again, very Joe Montana. He finds a way to calm down, keep his head about him, and just make plays. I cannot tell you. He does not, obviously, he doesn't have the attributes, the physical attributes of, of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. There's no question about that. Right. But there are certain things that quarterbacks need to be upper echelon successful that he has in spades. So when it comes to poise, decision-making, all those anticipation, he has them in spades, and it makes up for a lot of deficiencies. And I don't care how good your quarterback does the entire game. In this league, in this NFL, games come down to the fourth quarter, 
and he performs exceptionally well in fourth quarter and especially last drives of games. So I got to get I got to give that to him. Jordan Love to me, I love what I see. We talked about this last week with those wide receivers, the tight end. Like he looks fantastic. I think they have such a bright future. I mean, I think they have such a bright future. They're to me very similar to Houston, mm-hmm. right? Like you were playing, you were playing with house money at this point, and there's an argument to be made that they should have won this freaking game. Multiple missed field goals, that throw at the end. I I heard someone say like, "Oh, he choked." That's not choking. There's 45 seconds left in a game. He's trying to make a play. Yep. You're taking a risk. It was a bad risk. That, 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 if that wasn't intercepted, it might have been intercepted by somebody else. I think there was like three, there was a safety flying three defenders <laughs> before yeah, yeah. the receiver was even there. So it wasn't going to happen. But, um, you know, the better team won the game. But you could really make an argument that Green Bay should have won the game. And that game was way closer than I certainly expected. San Fran was one of my picks. I just thought they were going to roll. How much of that was the week off with 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 a young Purdy at quarterback? I don't know, but they can't play like that this week. I'll tell you that much. Weather didn't help him out, which is no. scary. You got to you want to have a guy that plays well in bad weather. But now it was interesting. I don't know if you noticed this. He started off the game with a with a glove on his throwing hand, and yep. then he got rough. rid of that shit real quick. So <laughs> Sunday afternoon, Detroit thirty one, Tampa twenty three. Great game. Oh my god. Yeah. Baker's Baker close, man. But dude, two, two big picks. I have Detroit. to, I I have to give it to him, dude. I have to I give know. it to him because they fell behind and he fought back. They fought back. I can't. I don't like doing that. He, he, but he was the impetus for for bringing them back. And then they're down by two touchdowns late, and I'm like, if they get a touchdown here, you know, they're only down a score, and they go and get a touchdown. Like there was no give up, and I think a lot of that was Baker. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of times we like to put on a head coach, but as we've seen with um, Jesus, who's their head coach? You know me with all these. I'm, I'm always running. Campus head coach. Yeah, you're your boy, Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles. We don't consider him like a master motivator. No, uh, he's not that kind of head coach. And uh, so, that, to me, that part of it, keeping the keeping it going, was all Baker making plays. Oh, by the way, he's got a much stronger arm than I ever realized. I guess like he's got a yeah, he's got. He throws a yeah. bullet, dude. Like, it's he pretty does. impressive. Um, but they get that touchdown. Then they get a and defensive he's got, stop. He's got the moxie, too. Man. No doubt. Like, no doubt. I, I, and like, I love do it. Like, do you like the two-point conversion decision? I never do. I'm, I'm I mean, it's, so it against zero it. zero sense, man. I, I can't stand I'm it. I'm so against it. I just I, – Why no, make life harder for yourself? I don't like, understand it at all. <laughs> and here's the thing. I sit there I sit there, and I'm always watching these games with Rosie. And I, every time I say, oh, why are they doing this? I would never do this. They always get it. <laughs> it's just like they always end up getting it, even though I do not agree with it at all. No, why? Either. Why kill momentum? Why kill momentum? I don't understand it. You just scored a touchdown. You put the fear of God in the other team because it's late in the game, and you give them momentum. Potentially give them momentum by stopping your two point conversion. Fuck the numbers. The numbers do not understand people. It's just. I don't like it. I don't like there's it. A reason why, there's a reason why football was the way it was for 76, 80 years. Well, it's not just that. Like, I do understand it sometimes <laughs> okay. if you're an underdog and you're on the road and you got a chance to win the game instead of going to overtime. You know, I get it. I still don't know if I like it, but I get it. You know what I mean? Like, hey, I'd rather take my chance on one play than going to overtime with this team. And in a way, that's an admission that we're not good enough to win the game, so I don't like it in that sense. But – this whole thing with you're down by eight 
and you just scored a touchdown, you're down by eight and going for two. I don't understand it. I don't get it. Because you'll probably get the two-point conversion on the second one if you don't get it on the first one. That makes no sense to me whatsoever. No. I so don't. now we'll play now we'll play it overtime now, but we won't play it the first time. Yeah, that's now, what I'm saying. It makes no sense. Increased. Yeah. <laughs> it makes no sense to me. And really what it's saying is that we have no I have no faith in you guys to win the game in overtime if we go to overtime, so let's try to win it before that. I, I, I don't like it. I don't I don't like it. Anyway, um it was impressive. Jared Goff, uh, I'm sorry, I still believe he's underrated. Dude, Gibbs is fast as these nuts, dude. He when he goes, he is gone. And what's cool about him, dude, his acceleration is very unique. He's zero to sixty in like one point five seconds. A lot of people did not like their draft. They had a phenomenal draft. I don't like picking him there. I still will stand by that. But he is a nice player. He is. Maybe you don't nice get him if you player. don't take him there. Oh, you probably don't. Yeah, you probably don't. Yeah, yeah so. But what would you have had? I don't. I don't remember the draft, so I don't. I'm not. I can't go there right now. But what would you have had? I don't know. And the other thing, I'm uh, I'm on Ross St. Brown. I love him too. I think he's a spectacular player. But I think Jared Goff deserves his flowers, man. This is a guy who, you know, was kind of I don't want to say shit on. I think that's a bit strong. But he was kind of poo pooed, and here he is in the NFC Championship game. And I think. This is a guy who went to Super Bowl and lost, and now he's in his second NFC Championship game. Um, guess who can't say that? Matt Stafford Matt can't Stafford. say that. Mm-hmm. Okay? And he's done it with two different teams. Mm-hmm. So, And he's done it in Detroit. And then I'll get to one more guy. Dan Campbell. I mean, bro, it's pretty unbelievable. Um, <laughs> I don't... I think, I think he's only... In Michigan, he's only second to God, and it's a really close second. Like, oh, his hardball left. Now he's now he's it's helping. it's really something else. Dude. Well, the difference there is that Michigan's always been good, not national yeah. championship good, but yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Detroit's been so bad. So the oh, fact, no, dude, it's, the story's amazing. It's it really is. sick. It really is sick. And when you really go back to that opening press conference, and everybody focuses on the biting the kneecaps thing that you know he said, which was goofy. Make no mistake, it was weird and goofy. But what he was really saying, and he did say it after that, was this is the kind of team we're going to be. You can punch us in the face. You can knock us down. We're going to get up, and you're going to have no choice but to try to knock us down again. And then we're going to get up, and we're going to keep on coming. And we're never, ever going to stop moving forward. And if you really look at the last three years of this program, that's exactly what they've done. Every single year, they've taken a step forward. And it really is a beautiful thing to watch. Uh, ben Johnson deserves a lot of credit. There were a number of times in this game where he called some really clever plays, really unique m- using motions and all that kind of stuff. And Jared Goff runs it to a T. So they're 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 really interesting. Offensively, they're as good as there is still in the playoffs. They're as mm-hmm. good as there is because they run the ball. They're basically a 50-50 team. They run the ball as well as they throw it, and they throw it off of that running game, and mm-hmm. they have one of the best offensive lines. So they're tough. Defensively, there are some issues there. But when you can control the game with your running game, it fucking changes everything, dude. It changes everything. So very cool. And it was a fun, fun, fun game to watch. Last game of the weekend, the rivalry game, Kansas City 27 Buffalo 24, Buffalo finally gets a home game against Mahomes. 
I thought Allen played well. He's getting a lot of, a lot of shit. I don't like it at all. I it's thought so unfair. Their, their defense and special teams struggled big time. Their defense was on fumes. Hard to kind of blame them here. They're kind of like on the fumes. Dolphins. Yeah. They have a lot of guys out. All subs. Um, but also, dude, they stopped running the football in the second half, man. Like keep well, them off the field. It's not totally true. In the fourth quarter, the last four running plays that went to Cook, yeah. all negative or zero yards. I don't know what changed. I don't know what changed. I don't know what Kansas City did, I but something changed because they went from running the ball fantastic. And not even just – see, to me, it wasn't so much that they just stopped running the ball. Suddenly, um, Josh Allen was throwing the ball 65 yards downfield instead of like those – Short passes, you know, get be efficient, keep the keep the chains moving. In the fourth quarter only is when he started launching it. Now, two of those should have been caught. <laughs> the one he threw to Diggs. Well, that's why I'm so sick of Diggs. Oh dude. my He's god! Cries all fucking for two years. All he does is cry. Drops a huge pass and then doesn't talk to the media after he fucking storms but the out. Reality is, what bro. are you even crying about? You got more balls thrown no, in your direction this year than 99 percent of the league. And you're still bitching. Like, I don't want to hear uh, he's competitive. Everyone's competitive. Everyone's competitive. They're NFL players. You think Josh Allen's not competitive? Think he doesn't want to say fucking Diggs should have caught that ball? That's bullshit. Who could throw that ball? Who could put a 65-yard ball on a fucking dime in 20 degrees and uh, and and windy 65-yard downs the field at 9 o'clock at night? Give me a break, dude. There's like two people in the world that can oh, do that. Bro, that ball's in the air <laughs> It was ever. I I'm know, like, it was a, but it was literally a 65-yard no, handoff. I was, I'm giving him credit. It's insane what he really did there, bro. That could, He couldn't have placed it any better. And then Shakira, was it Shakira? I think he dropped one too that could have been caught. No, it was the other guy. Um, it wasn't Shakir. Strumming or shit, whatever. Okay, his name is. but that one should have been yeah. caught too. No, no, obviously, Jesus Christ, Buffalo. Cursed with the wide right. It's unbelievable. Oh, I, it's I unbelievable. Isn't it weird how that works out? Holy shit balls, man. It's just oh, unbelievable. Man. Now, maybe this game shouldn't even have been that close. Surefield was the guy who dropped the, okay. the other one. Maybe the game shouldn't have been this close. Kansas City was averaging like seven yards per play. I know. Their offense finally clicked. Holy too. shit, man. Maybe this should have been a real blowout. And maybe it would have if, if Hardman. you looked good. Everybody looked amazing. good. Rice, yeah, the kid good. Rice, like, Rice good. everyone looked good. Except Mahal- Nicole Hardman. Nicole Hardman. <laughs> now you know why the Justin Gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, if he doesn't fumble that ball, maybe yeah, we're not even. They, yeah, they're going to But the to, night, to night, somehow, yeah. I don't know, diminish Josh Allen because of this game. This no, had nothing to do with this. Josh Allen, nope. folks. I, Come on, nope. man. It's just nope, weird. Nope, People nope. just. It's just so weird to me. Anyway, but it was a fun uh, game. It is so, dude. How do you? It's really hard. I, we talked about this. We kind of like the Bills, but it's like it, it. It's um, it's one of those things. Like, how do you go against Mahomes? Like, it's just and, and Andy no, Reid too. You can't, just, you can't. They straighten things out. They always end up straightening things out. It's incredible. Championship preview oh. this Sunday. Ooh. We are winding down with football for the year. It's very depressing. I know. Three o'clock, CBS, Kansas City at Baltimore. Well, I'm going to start this off by saying what I literally just said. It's hard to go against. It's hard to go against against Mahomes. You know, Pick and Pete makes his videos, and for years he would say, "You don't make money betting against Tom Brady in the playoffs," which is a very good way to bet in the playoffs. Don't bet (laughs) against Tom Brady, right? 
and I just going into that. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing here with Mahomes, dude. Like, it's just hard. But can God. Baltimore's defense confuse them enough where it becomes no? But can they slow them down? Listen, what did they score against Buffalo? Twenty-seven. Yeah, it's twenty-seven, twenty-four. Yeah, it's if they hold, if they hold. Kansas City to 27 points. Did they win this game? I don't know. I don't know because Kansas City on defense isn't terrible. This is a very different year because Kansas City defensively is very good. Very good. And, Lam- and, Lam- and Lamar had a bad first half last week. They can't have that half again. I, uh... Man, can they win 30-27? I suppose they can. It wouldn't be comfortable, though. I got to tell you. See, here's the problem. Fourth quarter, it's 21-20, 24-21. I don't even care who's winning. Yeah. If you just fast forward right now to fourth quarter, 10 minutes left, 24-21, I don't even care who you say. You can say Baltimore. At that very second, are you going to bet against Mahomes? It's a three-point ball game. You betting against Mahomes? No way. You know, the game could be 27-10 in the fourth quarter, and it just, there's nothing to really talk about. But if it's a field goal game either way in the fourth quarter, you're betting against Mahomes? No. Nope. No. Nope. This is nope, what I'm, I'm saying. Not. If it's a close game in the fourth quarter. I hate to say it because I'm sick of the son of a bitch. But no, uh, of course. we. Uh, I think everybody is. Well, everybody outside of Kansas City. Uh, but I, that's the thing. Can they keep it close to the fourth quarter? And then you say, we got the best player in the, in the world. You know, it's kind of Chicago Bulls argument, right? Like, just make yeah. sure it's close with five minutes left. And we got Michael Jordan. Well, dude, he's, he's getting more and more Brady because you don't uh, – same thing. Brady's coming on the field. Great. We're doing like the same it's shit. It's almost it's, like – it's. what's funny is it's so hard to score in the NFL, even with the rules. It's hard to score. But if there's less than five minutes left and Mahomes got the ball, you're like, he's scoring. Like, it's yep. done. Shit, 13 seconds has been enough for him. I so think, I was just going to say that. Yep. So that's the thing. Like, if you're Baltimore, you want to jump early. You want to jump on them early. You want to see if you can get that running game going. If Baltimore can get their running game going, which they have been able to do all year, and they kind of did it last week too, um, it really took over in the second half. So, And, again, let's not mistake Houston's defense and Houston for, for Kansas City. These are vastly different teams, right? But – if they can run the ball like that, then then they have a chance. But they have to. I I would I would suspect they want to have a game plan that try you want to try to jump on Kansas City early, because what the one thing that Kansas City doesn't have that they have had in the past is explosive scoring. They drive the ball down the field methodically and get their scores, but they're not really a one shot touchdown anymore. No Tyreek Hill, none of the, you know some of these guys yeah. have all moved on. It's a very different team, so they got to do it a lot more methodically now. If they can jump ahead, if, if Baltimore can jump ahead, and hey, home teams do this all the time, right? They jump ahead quick, so they're very capable of doing it. But if this is a close game, late, you know, even with ten minutes left in the fourth quarter, there's no friggin' way you're gonna get me. That might be the the best bet. Might be, hey, if it's a field goal game either way with ten minutes left, live bet Kansas City. Mm-hmm. That's your bet right there. Forget that whatever the hell we end up picking here. NFC game, 630 on Fox. The Lions at the 49ers for the first time in forever. The Lions are in a championship game. Do we have any information on Debo Samuel at this point? He practiced today. I just got the alert. If he practiced today, he's playing. There's no Agreed. way he's sitting out, right? Agreed. So Thursday practice. If he didn't practice today, it'd be questionable. If he practiced today, he's playing. Um, 
Now, listen, maybe he's only a decoy, but even as a decoy, they have to cover him and probably have two guys paying attention to him because if there's a weakness on this team, it's their defense and especially their defensive backfield. So uh, this is very similar to the other game in the sense of if Detroit can run the ball here, and this is where this is kind of why Green Bay was kind of in game, right? They were able to run the ball against San Francisco, and we didn't. Is it me, or is this just not the same defense from the beginning of the year, and maybe even from last year? Like they just seem not as not as shut down as they were. Like to me, this used to be, especially early in the season, this was like the most physical defense, the shutdown defense, and at least recently, it's not quite so. The secondary is not as good. No. And the pass rush hasn't been there. It really hasn't. Also looks a little slow. Young hasn't done really anything. And Randy Gregory, they picked up off the Broncos. Right. Um, crap. And now the only thing in their favor in this one is Garrett, Jared Goff is kind of a statue. But they have the two best linebackers in the league. Oh, for <laughs> or maybe sure. Like, maybe them and the Ravens have the best set I mean, of yeah, linebackers. For sure. For sure. Um, but Goff is a statue. He's not moving around. I mean, he'll move in the pocket, but he's not going anywhere. So it's a little... That's why why their run game's huge. It's huge. It's huge. Play-action pass against a bad defense, uh, defensive backfield. This is is not a slam dunk by any stretch of the imagination for Detroit. So, Mike Mangano, a friend who uh, we appreciate... By the way, Mike, I don't... We don't say it enough, but we appreciate all the guys who check in live, gives us something to comment on when we see your comments. Do what he says. Uh, does Detroit have a shot? Yeah, I think Detroit definitely has a shot at this game. I think in the playoffs, if you can run the football, you have a shot. What do we always talk about when we get this far into the playoffs? Assholes pucker up, which what we mean by that, if you're listening, we just mean like teams tighten up. You don't mm-hmm. take as many risks. You don't want to get turnovers. So if you can run the football, it really changes the game. Um, and and again, what we've just been saying, if they can run the football, then they can play action pass and get that ball to St. Brown and and, so, and the tight end. And like they're they absolutely are in this game. They're absolutely in this game. So I think a lot of this comes down to Brock Purdy. Can can Brock Purdy kind of be the guy that people don't think he's capable of being? I think he's going to play better this week. I would probably agree with you. Plus. In his favor is the weather is supposed to be much nicer in San Fran, yeah. in, in San Fran this week. So, you want to bet? Last two games of the year. I would love to. Before we get, before we get to the big one, definitely. Why don't you start it off? Why don't we do? You, well, there's only two games, right? So, what yep. game are you picking first? Uh, AFC. Okay, let's do it. You go first. Go ahead. I'm gonna make this nice and simple. I'm not betting against Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. I think the Ravens have the better team, but I've seen Mahomes do this way too often. Chiefs plus three and a half at Baltimore. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. I'm not. I'm kind of 50-50 on who's going to win the game. But if you're going to give me, I saw a line today at four. Is that what you just said? Or did you say three and a half? I got three and a half, but I'll take the four. I saw in the score, it was four. So if you're going to give me, I mean, three and a half, you're going to give me the hook. We yeah. were just talking about. I'd be shocked if this isn't a field goal game right at the end. If you're going to give me Patrick Mahomes, a really solid defense, I'm trying to think, is this like the best defense that um, Baltimore has faced all season? It might, it very well might be. Pittsburgh early on before they got all banged up. I think I still like Kansas City's defense better than Pittsburgh's. Mm-hmm. It's questionable. It's questionable. It's right there. It's right there. Cleveland. I will tell you this. 
Pittsburgh's we'll offense is not Kansas City's offense. You don't have Patrick Mahomes. So. Well, no, no. Cleveland, we good like- point. And they lost to Cleveland. Yeah. One time. So you're going to give me Patrick Mahomes and a pretty damn good defense and Andy Reid plus four points? I don't know what I don't know who's going to win the game because I think it's going to be pretty close. But I will take those odds. So give me give me uh, the Kansas City Mahomes plus four points. To the NFC we go. By the way, this is I, a huge game for Lamar. If the if Baltimore loses this game, this should have been during our preview talk. But if Baltimore loses this game and Lamar is just kind of average, it just perpetuates what we've talked about and what a lot of people criticize him for is. Playoff Lamar is just not good enough. If you can't do it with this team, it's never going to happen because his salary is only going to escalate moving forward. So he's got a, he's got so much pressure on his shoulders in this game. I think that could play a factor. I don't know if it will, but it could play a factor. I, I agree with that. Uh, to the Bay we go. Everyone knows me and Pete have adopted the line as our second favorite team. Love Dan Campbell. Love Goff. Love Gibbs. For me, love Hutch. Sure. I think this is where the party ends. I think Purdy plays better. I think the Niners have experience. I think Shanahan finally knows how to call a great game plan without choking on his own balls. (laughs) I I think I think Goff is not the same guy on the road. He gets a little. You want to talk about asshole puckering? I think Goff has that a little bit. I hate to say this. So I sad. think Niners by double digits. Give me so the Niners sad. minus seven at home to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So the reason Baker Mayfield was able to have as good a game as he did last week is because that that Detroit pass rush has definitely slowed down a bit and everybody slows down this time of year. They're running out of gas, man. These guys are working on fumes. Detroit's been going at it every week and San Fran had a week off. And I think they had a nice little wake up call last week against green Bay. They had, you know, all the excuses of, you know, the weather and we had a week off and they were rusty early and the game stayed close. But I just think if you can run the football, and may, there might not be any team in the league that runs the ball as consistently, as consistently, and sticks with it as consistently as Detroit does. If they can run the ball a little bit, their play action game is fantastic. Goff's play action, you know, the, the, the footwork that he does with it and everything, he makes it look great. And he's very decisive off that play action, which is really hard to do because you're turning your back to the defense. So it can be difficult, but he's excellent at it. Ben Johnson, if there's anybody in this league that's as creative as McVay and Shanahan, it's that guy in Detroit, Ben Johnson. You're damn right. You're going to give me seven points in the NFC Championship game with a guy who's been to the Super Bowl before? I don't know who's going to win the game. Maybe it'll be just like it was last week, but I'm going to take Detroit plus seven points to at the very least cover. And folks, I'm just telling you right now, if they get plus 100 yards rushing the football, Detroit's going to win this game. You heard it here first. If they run the ball for over 100 yards, Detroit wins this game outright. It took them 22 weeks, folks, but the man has took, taken two underdogs in the same weekend. <laughs> Crazy, right? Love it. I love it. <laughs> So my two picks are uh, the Kansas City Chiefs plus four and Detroit plus seven. I didn't even think about that. I took both dogs. 
It's fine. I am with the bearded man with the Chiefs, and I am taking the Niners minus seven to end the Lions' hopes and dreams. It's possible. It's possible. All right, Peter, a little trivia here before we wrap it up. Let's go. What two teams have the most Super Bowl losses and at how many? What two teams have the most Super Bowl losses and what? And how and many? Number? Mm-hmm. I think I know this one. My man. I think it's Buffalo and Minnesota. Hold you on. You are 0 for 2. Dude, <laughs> I, I was just saying I think. Oh, sorry. sorry. But I think that's not right. Oh, so <laughs> seems too obvious. Saving your bacon there. Yeah, you just. Oh, I mean, Gano's wrong. Yeah, I just I said Bills know. too. I'm just wrong about that one. Huh? How about no? I mean, the Patriots have four losses too. That's not enough. Do they? Yeah, Tom Brady lost f- three. Mm-hmm. They lost one other one. Do they have five? Mm-hmm. So I'm going with the Patriots as one. <laughs> Mike's wrong again. I thought it was the Vikings too. Mike, me and you are on the same page on this one, dude. Which is never a good thing. Probably not. Um... Patriots lost two, three with Tom. One to the Packers with Desmond Howard won MVP. Who do, who's the quarterback the then? Drew Bledsoe. Oh, shit. Who is the head coach? Parcells. Oh, my God. You're right. I for, That's the one I forgot. Because I remember the one to Chicago Bears. Who, what Bears? Who else has lost a bunch? Mike's wrong again. I'm not looking. I don't even want to look at the comments. Yeah. I'm going to take them off. I'm going to turn. Mmm, Jesus. Like, maybe like... You get one more guess, so think. Yeah, because I'm leaning... Like, this is not a guess, but I'm leaning... I'm thinking like Raiders, but I don't think they... They don't really lose Super Bowls. They tend to win them. Atlanta can only think of two. Dude. You're going to slap yourself. Steelers? Something like the Steelers, maybe? That's what Mike said. Nope. All right, I give up. Scotty Bracey's Denver Broncos. Is it really? I thought about them, but I'm thinking um, LA only lost two, right? No, we lost three. Three. And then... Um, lost to the Redskins, Niners, and Giants. Morton lost to the Morton. Cowboys. And, Who else? And Manning got embarrassed to the Seahawks. Oh, my God. I forgot about Peyton Manning. I yep. totally forgot about Peyton Manning. And I thought Elway only had two. Yeah. He had three. Jesus. He was in real Bills territory see? I, there. Yeah, I embarrassed. See, I could throw my team in there fucking for embarrassment. I know. That's that's really that's really a loop there. Yeah, you throw me because I would never think you would allow that to happen. Go ahead. Oh, that was a good one. I like when you, I like when you get like sweaty. <laughs> yeah, I don't like when you cross me up. Fuck that shit. All right. Here we go the other way. Who is undefeated in Super Bowls? Who is undefeated? I don't know. Like fucking New Orleans? Yep. That's one. I don't know. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, Tampa? Yep, 2-0. and oh. oh, it's rolling! Uh, I'm going to say Dallas? No. Dallas is not undefeated. No. 
It's not Seattle. They lost. It's not Green Bay. Nope. Packers lost to the Broncos. Might get you shit straight. How about Chicago? No. Who'd they, they lose? Lost to, they lost to Peyton Manning and the Colts. Ooh, you're right. Um, um, the Giants? Nope. Lost to the Ravens. Good point. The Jets? Well, there you go. I was going to say, Jesus Christ. Is that the last one? Nope. One more. Man, man, Gano, when you were fucking blowing goats today. Oh my, Ooh, god. my god. I don't want to look at his comments. Oh. Um, you already said a team. You already said two teams, you said. It's not the Steelers. It's not uh, Cincinnati. It's not Carolina. Not Atlanta. What about. Is Baltimore? I was going to say, you're right there. You're, yeah. You went Steelers, Bengals. Like, oh, don't go to Atlanta. Uh, uh, nice. <laughs> Baltimore 2-0 and a chance to go 3-0. If they... Should. They're favorites, I would think, to go 3-0, even right this All minute. Right. Last one, dude. Let me ask dude. you, before you go to the next one, if it ends up being Baltimore-San Fran, yeah. as it's supposed to go, let's just say it does go that way, Baltimore's favored, right? Yes. What do you think the spread is? Two and a half. I was going to say four. Yeah, I, I can see that. I, I can see that. I was going to say four. But I think maybe right in between both of us is probably where it ends up landing, yeah, like a field goal or something like that. Yeah, okay, yeah. third question. Sorry. All right. Tom Brady has had 35 postseason wins. 13 other quarterbacks have 10 plus. Give me as many as you can give me. Postseason wins? Yeah, postseason wins. Uh, ben Roethlisberger? One. He with 13. Brett Favre? Two. Oh, how with about a... 13. How many guys? 13. There's 13 guys? Yeah. Holy shit. Troy Aikman? That's three with 11 what? wins. Okay. Uh, Joe Montana? Yep. With 16 wins. He's next on the list. How about... I'm going to throw this out there. I don't, I don't think he's got that many because he just never went back to Super I'm going to say Dan Marino. No. No. Not on that, that's crazy, yeah. right? What about Aaron Rodgers? Yep. 12. Oh, Mike Salty because he stinks at trivia. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Peyton Manning? Yep, with 14 wins. Man, you are <clears throat> six for six, bud. Yes. Kurt Warner? Yes. No. No? No. You said yes. Yeah, I lied. Why would you do that? He's got nine wins. You said He's yes so emphatically, too. I'm like, sorry, yes! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Damn you. Hmm. Probably have to go back in time a little bit. John Elway? Yep. 14. Should probably go back a little further. How about, um, what the hell's his name with the Pittsburgh Steelers? Mr. Bradshaw? Mr. Bradshaw? Yep. Got 14. four Super Bowls. It's got to be up there. Yep. Yep. Uh, You're missing five. How, what's that? You're missing five. There's five more? Holy shit. You're missing like two obvious ones, and then two are tough, and then ones like that. Um, I don't like when you say obvious; it really throws me for a freaking shit. Think lefty. Steve Young. 
Really? He's got that many. That actually yep. surprises me. Because yep. I, I just don't think of him as a starter for that long with San Francisco, you know? Interesting. Okay. Um, like, I thought of his name, but I just think he... I didn't think he was a starter for long enough. Does he have two Super Bowls? One. He's just got one, right? He's, he might be in a backup in the other one, but he's got one. Yeah, he yeah. I just mean as a starter. Yeah. How about a... Uh, now. Who? I was Cincinnati. I was going Cincinnati. No Cincinnati. Nah. How about uh, Jim Kelly? No. What? They went to four Super Bowls. Yeah, but they always got to buy, so I think he's got eight. Oh, my God. Son of a bitch. How about uh, Drew Brees? Nope. No way. Under 10 as well. Shit. You're missing one that's right in your face. Right in my face. He might be playing this weekend. I don't Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Damn, dude, in six years, he's got how many? I know. 13. Oh, my God. That's fucking crazy. I know. He's so good. He's just so good. How many we got left? Three. You want me to give them to you? Uh, give me a team. Cowboys. Uh, Staubach? Yep. Roger Star Staubach. How do I mm -hmm. say proper? What's the proper pronoun? Staubach. Staubach. Yeah, okay, good. Next team? Ravens. Joe Flacco? Yep, he's got 10. No shit. Yep. He's, he gets shit on, dude. It's not fair. And I'm not exactly sure what this guy played for. I think the Colts. Johnny Unitas? No. Maybe the Chargers? I'm not sure of the team. Earl Morrell? Dan... F oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, team I wouldn't have got that one. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you might be right with the Colts. Not 12. Yeah. Not bad. I did okay. I did no, okay. you did really well. I was on a roll really there well. for a while. And you then, did really well. And then I I'm, just... shocked you didn't go, I'm shocked you didn't go Mahomes, but other than that, I think you did pretty well. You know what? I just feel like so new. His wow. Dude, his first six years as a starter are unmatched in pretty much all of sports. It's crazy. In all of sports. It's crazy, dude, for sure. Think of six years, first six years of Michael Jordan, LeBron James, like Tom Brady. Not even Tom, yeah. Like um, Joe Montana, like whoever you want to say, like first six years, Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning was almost average for his first six years. Like you knew he was good, but he was, he was, frankly, I think if, am I mistaken or does he have a losing record as a, in the playoffs? Who, Peyton? Yeah. Or maybe it's right at 500. Yeah, I think he's like, right at 500. And, he sh and early on, he struggled. Where do you think the whole playoffs? Playoffs? Talking about playoffs? That's Peyton Manning. That's Jim Mora talking like, what the fuck are you talking about going to the playoffs? We can't even win a game. Like, that's where that came. Like, he had real struggles early on. So, But to think of what Patrick Mahomes has done in the beginning, of his to start off his career six years, man, it's insane. Is it six AFC Championship games? Yeah. It's bananas. Two yep. Super Bowls, six AFC Championships, two Super Bowl MVPs. League MVPs, it's 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 really I know. unique in all sports, man. I don't know about you know pro soccer in Europe. Maybe there's been guys like on that level, but Messi and some of these guys, I don't even know. Yeah, but yeah. like in, in in American pro sports, can you think of any anybody in any sport? 
that's like that? No, maybe Derek Jeter? Uh, Babe Ruth way back when. Who knows? Like, maybe. I, I, I mean, but no, he was on a Red Sox. What about Jeter? Did you, how, you know, Jeter had like four, yeah, good. Yeah, like five, four and yeah, eight four years or something like six that. Six years, I think, yeah. Maybe he's like, but yeah, even not still, bad. not a first Yogi? six. I don't know what Yogi's is. Barra, like. Yeah, there was an era there where it was something else, Mantle and those guys. Yeah. Man, it's just, it's really unbelievable. Anyway. No, it's nuts. Anyway. By the way, um, Royal Rumble for those WWE fans. I, I do want to break a little bit of news that happened this week. Netflix is just bought the rights $5 billion for 10 years of Monday Night Raw with WWE. And that also gives them, dude, you don't know what kind of moneymaker WWE is, man. It's a big, they get big ratings. Like CNN wishes that they had WWE ratings <laughs> on Monday night. It's a huge deal. That starts in January of 2025. Um, so now you'll have to have Netflix to watch Monday Night Raw. It's big business, I'm telling you. Five billion dollars. So it's you know five hundred million a year. Um, so there's a Royal Rumble Saturday night, which should be a lot. Is always a lot of fun because that kind of leads into WrestleMania. I know you're looking at me like this guy's watching pro pro wrestling. What the fuck? I've been watching since I was a kid, and I don't know if you know this. I was at the first WrestleMania. I did not know that. I was. It was in Madison Square Garden. Now who knew what it was going to turn into at the time? But I was at I was at the very first one. I think it was like 12, 13 years old or something like that. So, well, it was forty years ago, so I was I guess I was ten. There you go. I'm fucking fifty now. But uh, so that's anyway. Royal Rumble is a big event that leads to WrestleMania. Puts the guys who win certain matches, they end up getting championship fights and all stuff. So that's and if you guys want to watch real sports, college basketball and pro basketball is on hockey. I probably won't be watching <laughs> college basketball or pro basketball, but I sure as shit will be. Lubed and ready to go on Sunday, starting at three o'clock. All you wrestling fanatics, have fun. We might have to start talking, you know, wrestling. You might have to start watching. I might have to get someone to tag me in. Might get that. some people interested listening to, you know, pro wrestling. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. My kids are even getting into it because it's entertaining as shit, man. So I love when people say it's fake. Oh, like the Terminator was real. You liked that movie, didn't you? <laughs> Avengers, that's real, right? Yeah. Oh, don't be the old man, Jesus Christ. <laughs> For Scott Bracey, I'm Pete Calisano. You've been listening to Bum and Run. And Thank we'll you see, for listening, guys. We'll see you guys next there. week. Later. Blame it on the night. Don't blame it on me. Don't blame it on me. Blame it on the night. Don't blame it on me. Don't blame it on me. So blame it on the night. Don't blame Stop it!